Welcome to Movie. Welcome to Movie of the Year. My name is Audrey. I'm Lindsay. And this year we are talking about the movies of the year 1995. Yes, we are. <laughs> Oh, also, I want to say thank you to our 50-plus subscribers. Yes. Hi, Hi you guys. You. you subscribed, even though we haven't even made this public or Keep told anybody about it. So thanks for listening. Keep it up. We're glad to have you. Invite your friends. I appreciate you. We validate and appreciate. I'm going to surprise you. I'm in your apartment right now. <laughs> I sent you a fruit plate. I mean, <laughs> basket. A fruit plate. Just the plate. We don't love you enough for a whole basket yet, but we're getting there. I just sent you a fruit plate, but without the fruit. <laughs> just, just a, a plate. plate. <laughs> oh, make sure you send us any stories or favorite movies or questions, anything you want to Movie of the Year podcast at yeah, gmail.com. We have to start doing that. We keep thinking, like, we'll wait until the podcast is perfect and then we'll start reading people's stories and whatnot. We should start doing it with 1997. Yep. I don't think we need to wait anymore. Except, did you notice how I made it so that Two we didn't years have to later. do it? <laughs> yeah. Anything else? No, I'm ready to do context if you want. Go for it. Okay. In the year 1995, here are some things that happened. The existence of rogue waves was confirmed. <laughs> didn't expect that one, did ya? Nope. I thought it sounded real cool, so A I put it in. complete shock. shot. <laughs> Star Trek Voyager premiered. I'm so surprised that was on your list. <laughs> I'm surprised that was a like big point. I tried you. to disorient you with the rogue waves thing. <laughs> it didn't work. Guess what else happened? Star Trek the other one was something or other. <laughs> Star Trek the other one. I thought this was fascinating. Bombay in India returned their name to Mumbai, which was the Indian name. It was really? named Bombay by colonialists. Okay. And I love that because if you're a fan of Bollywood movies, you know that they're all made in Mumbai. It's called Film City Mumbai. Really? Yeah, it's like um, the Hollywood of India, except that's offensive because they're their own thing. Right. So it's the Bollywood of India. And I have two more things. The first full feature computer animation movie was released, and it was... Toy Story. You got it. And then finally, the very last original Calvin and Hobbes cartoon was created and released. Really? On December 31st. I love Calvin and Hobbes. I know. That's they're why delightful. I put <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh too hard because I sound like I have emphysema right now. What is it that you have, you poor thing? I have bronchitis. Oh, that's terrible. Why are we podcasting right now? We're doing it. Okay, movie set in 1995. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Um, August Rush. Have you seen August Rush? No. What's it about? It's a beautiful little movie about about this boy who's like musically gifted. Oh. And it has Carrie Russell. Okay, it's coming back to me now. Yeah. I was picturing October Sky for some reason. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> <gasps> That's not set in 1995. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yes! Is yes. it really? Oh, one of the best. It's one of the all-time greatest. And they got it so right. They really did. I did Junior Miss. <laughs> and it was... They got the whole thing. They really did. The, the talent competition. The types of people the mid, you meet. Like, West mentality. <laughs> all of it. Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, set in 1995. I thought you'd like that. A movie called S. Darko, which, if you're familiar, is the sequel to Donnie Darko. Oh, like Samantha Darko? Mm-hmm. Okay. Gosh, I love that movie. 
I do too. It's going to be hard to wait until the year it came out to talk about it. I know. Ah. And Cast Away. Oh. Starring Wilson the Volleyball. <laughs> Well, and Tom Hanks. Whatever. We're set in nineteen was set in nineteen ninety five. And that's it. That's my list. That's a good list. Thanks. Shall we get going? Let's do it. I'm right. really excited about this Me year. Me too. This, this was, was like the year we became friends. I know. I feel like I oh. keep saying that, but it's no, you didn't. true this, this is time. the first time you said it. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, what was your favorite movie of 1995? <laughs> Tommy Boy. Ha, I should have known. What did you say? Tommy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known, too. It's so you good. Through me. <laughs> it's so good. It's the perfect buddy comedy. It's the perfect Midwest movie. Perfect road movie. Yes. It's everything. Do you remember the first time you saw it? I don't. You're really pressured. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, stress. <laughs> do you? I do. My Uncle Ronnie and my Aunt Judy brought it over for Thanksgiving, and we all watched it together, because I remember not getting a ton of the jokes. I didn't get so many of those jokes, and especially because I was so Saturday Night Live obsessed, Mm -hmm. like, just to see those two in a movie was, like, mind-blowing. Blew your mind. And it was set in Ohio. I feel like I rented it when I stayed, like, overnight at my grandma's house one night after I had come out on video. She would often take me to the general store, and I'd rent a movie, and... When I would stay with her. So I feel like that's when I first saw it. It's so funny yeah. and quotable and... And it's aging really well. It, it really is. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> what was your prestige pick? I or picks? Put, I surprisingly managed to narrow it down to one, and I chose Welcome to the Dollhouse. That's a good movie. And very prestigious. I saw that with you. We rented that. Mine, I, I had a hard time... Really, like, Toy Story is my prestige pick. But I really also love The Usual Suspects. Really? I'm so surprised that made your list. Yeah. I don't know why I'm surprised, but... I guess we don't talk about it a lot, but... <laughs> I talk about it every day on the phone with you. <laughs> so, remember in The Usual Suspects How we been? Do you remember Usual Suspects? I so Anyway, so yeah. But Toy Story really is my prestige pick. That's a good one. The first fully computer animated film. And so funny. And such a beautiful, funny movie. The music, Randy Newman, everything about it. What was your favorite song from 1995? I bet I know what yours was. You do? Yes. What do you think I think it's the same as mine. What is it? Stand Out. No. Oh. But that was uh, that was my number two. Okay, what was yours? Um, Bad Days by the Flaming Lips. Oh, good one. What movie is that from? Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. <laughs> I said it more quietly. Batman Forever. <laughs> I freaking loved that movie. You I was, did? I loved that movie. I went nuts. I don't remember that. Oh my gosh. Yep. Wait. Oh no. Yeah, I did like that. That's the Val Kilmer one. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty good. I love that. It was better than Batman and Robin. It was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Getting a filling is better than Batman and Robin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I loved the world. I know that it's like, we look at it today and it's, we could call it bad. Safely, probably. Yeah. But for like, when it came out, the overt stylization and I just loved it all. It was a good one. I did. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. She was in that, right? She was. And Wait just, a minute, your favorite song wasn't Kiss from a Rose? 
No, everybody <laughs> hold on to your horses. Although, do you remember how often they used to play it? Oh my gosh. It was like once an hour minimum. Those lyrics are burned into my brain. It's, it's Kiss from a Rose, Sophie B. Hawkins, <laughs> Salon Selective's Shampoo and Conditioner. As I lay me. Yes. That was terrible, but. That was perfect. Um, yes. Yeah. That song in particular, I remember sitting in the backseat of my parents' car and talking to them about the song and trying to explain how I'd never heard a sound like that band sounded before Mm -hmm. and, like, how funny and ironic it was. The fact that it introduced me to the Flaming Lips, the first Flaming Lips song I ever heard and loved, and and genuinely loved it, would rewind that part in the movie just to hear that song. Mm -hmm. So good. I'll shut up about it now. No, don't, ever. (laughs) In that case, let's go through lyric by lyric. <laughs> let's break it down. <laughs> What's um, Mine was Stand, Stand Out by Tyler Campbell. Such a good song. From a goofy movie. It's legitimately, legitimately a good song. That whole soundtrack is great. I know. Singable. You introduced me to that movie. I did? At your grandma's. Aww. We watched it one or two nights before the first day of school that year. Oh, we did? Gosh, your memory is like a steel trap. There's lots of animals in there. <laughs> Just roaming around. Help, let me out. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I'm glad you do. Yeah. That's such a good movie. That was like when Auto Rewind was a thing with VCRs, and so it played all night. We fell asleep at your grandma's, and then it, and it played all night. Play again. So I remember Aww. like that little orchestral bit from the very opening. Like, it's like, it's in there. That makes me feel warm. Oh. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, what was the best poster, in your opinion, of 1995? Cutthroat Island. No apologies, not a joke. Is that Gina Davis? It is. I don't, you don't have to apologize. That's, it's a no apologies episode. That's right. I have a lot I'm of feelings sorry. about that movie, and I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. That movie did everything. Everything. That's your kind of movie. That's the adventure genre. That's, that's you all the Badass way. Badass woman. And it was... Except the supernatural stuff, everything that happened in Pirates of the Caribbean, but before that, but it tanked. And I don't, it's, people are like, oh, oh, that movie's so bad. It's not bad. It's a good pirate movie, and Gina Davis is amazing in it, and the stunts are amazing in it. That movie bankrupted the studio that made it Carol Co. Mm-hmm. But it's so, it bothers me that it tanked, and I don't understand what went wrong. I think I only saw it once. I need to see it again. I think I only saw it once, so I don't have, like... I want people I want people everywhere to rewatch Cutthroat Island. I will. I dare them. She has a really, like, good history of being, like, playing a female badass. Yes! She's a pioneer in the film industry in so many different ways. She really is. It's not bad. I believe you. <laughs> I validate you. Thank you. Anything else? Nope. Mine was Toy Story. Good one. I mean... Is Toy Story the answer to everyone? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was Toy Story. It's iconic. It's... It's good. I don't know. I don't have a good reason. Shut up. Hey, hey. This is a no disclaimers, no apologies issue. That's right. Issue. Episode. (laughs) I'm not sorry. I said the wrong thing. Okay. Do you want to talk about most traumatic of nineteen? Yes, I do. Always. <laughs> Mine was Babe. Well, that that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Too too much. It's just too much. It's too much. Pigs everywhere are as cute as that pig. They're smarter <laughs> than dogs. What was yours? Well, 
have two because that's also the age when I started getting really into scary movies. Ooh. So I probably saw way more than I should have at that age. Yeah, you've always been really into scary movies. Um, but seven. <gasps> or as I like to call it, so seven Evan. <laughs> so seven Evan. <laughs> yes. So seven Evan. What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? That was horrifying back horrifying. then. Horrifying. And still is. That blew my eye holes out <laughs> oh when... My God. Speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw it, I couldn't believe some of, like, the imagery is yeah. so gross. Um, and Copycat. <gasps> Remember Copycat? Copycat? We were so Weaver. into that movie. We were like, oh my. We used to rent it all the time. I know. And Dermot Mulroney. Wait, is that his name? That's it. Thank you. You got it. Thank you. That was a weird response. And Harry Connick Jr., like, for the first time, plays, like, a psychopath. And, like, not an attractive psychopath. No. Not, like, you know. Like a bumpkin. Like a gross, (laughs) gross bumpkin. That is a movie that a lot of people have forgotten about. But it was so good. It really... Oh, and Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. She's amazing. That's a great movie. It is a great movie. And it's not as gory as I used to think it was. Mm-hmm. Probably because it was I was like 12 years old. Yeah, that was a multiple renter for us. Yes, for sure. But still stressful. Yeah. Uh, guilty pleasure. I had two. Okay. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and? Casper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we used to love watching that movie. Yeah, we watched Casper We'd rewind a lot. it and watch the scene where the girl flips over the side of the, like, bout the porch. And there's a kid dressed like Garth Brooks at the Halloween party, which is, I think, hysterical. <laughs> you remember that? And apropos. <laughs> but, like, oh, yeah. Oh, one of my, yeah. One of my movie stories is about Mortal Kombat. Oh, so you're going to save it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Casper, definitely. And a good score. Casper. Oh, yeah, it's Casper beautiful. beautiful score. The song at the end is really sad, too. It's so sad. And didn't we sing that in choir? I, I didn't know that song had words. Am I having a stroke? Every now and then you find a special friend. <gasps> Remember I that song? I forgot about that. I swear we sang that I think for choir. You're right. Whoa. It's so weird when, like, somebody brings up something <gasps> that you... <laughs> uh, guys are so... Say, except it's just me remembering a song for the Casper soundtrack. Guys are so say. It sounds like the way you're singing it though it made me think of um, "You Are Not Alone" by Michael I, Jackson. That's because I sang it off way off key. Samsonite. Mine was. <laughs> Let's talk. It's out. while you were sleeping. I love that movie. It may not legitimately be a guilty pleasure. I've never seen it. So I you can't haven't? Say. I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's one of those movies that I'm forever catching like five minutes of. But that's that's one of those movies that was such a huge deal in the 90s. Yeah. That we kind of don't talk about it anymore. You need to watch it this Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. It is? Make yourself sit down and watch it. I will. It's really sweet and funny. And I have a huge, I still have a huge crush on Bill Pullman. <gasps> I thought it was Greg Kinnear. In He's, my mind, no. In my mind, Marie. It's it, Bill Pullman and that guy with the really thick eyebrows. Peter Gallagher. Yes. <laughs> there can be only one. Peter Gallagher. <laughs> so fast. It's just such a funny, fun, <laughs> sweet movie. I love it. Is that the kind of movie you could like cozy up with a hot drink? Like yes, absolutely. A, a hot holiday drink. Uh, and you know, Sandra Bullock. She's always just delightful, and that's. She is. She's just really. I agree. It's she. It's a good movie. 
guilty pleasure or not. She's a beauty. She is. And so funny. I should have said she was funny and smart first. I'm sorry, Peter Gallagher. You sexist. <laughs> Peter Gallagher. It's the new apology. Peter Gallagher. <laughs> the guy with the really thick eyebrows. Peter Gallagher. <laughs> could be anybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see but it. who else could it be? Just real quick, try to think of somebody. Um, that guy, the old guy. <laughs> the guy, the guy works... who played Dumbledore, Richard Harris. No, the guy who works with Catherine O'Hara all the time. Fred. No. Willard. No. I said no. He's on Shit's Creek. Oh, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. Yeah, you're totally right. His eyebrows have their own personality. Do you watch Shit's Creek? I love Shit's Creek. It's so good. It's genius. It's so good. So funny. They're almost too normal for me now. They got to throw a wrench back in those works. Really? Yeah, they're becoming too well balanced. I'm sure something will happen to blow that all out. There was of the water. a scene in the last episode of season three or mm-hmm. two, whichever one just came on. Netflix. Three. That w- where Catherine O'Hara singing to her daughter and I cried. You did? Yeah. It's, it's. I've only, I think I'm only halfway through season three. I can't wait. I just feel like Catherine O'Hara is the wor- world's mom, like the world's mom. She's my hero. She's a, all of our mom. She is. All of ours moms. Why am I having Kevin McAllister's and ours. And she had like the 90s mom hair. Oh my gosh. The high bang. And the red. Hi, bang, short, red, bob. My husband has said, like, he'll support me whatever I choose, but has begged me never to dye my hair red Mm -hmm. because it's, like, it's the mom color from the 90s. Remember? (laughs) It's like looking at my mom. (laughs) Oh, God, uh, issues. But he's like, please, please, just not tomato red. Please, don't have the high bang. And see, I would think of it as, like, Linda Evangelista red. Mm -hmm. But if you were a son to a mom in the 90s. It's mom hair. How can you be not be a son to a mom? Oh, oh! Is that physically possible? It's like one of those puzzles. You're standing the on chicken a or block the egg. of ice. <laughs> <laughs> what puzzle is that? You know the murder one. Where you murder someone with an icicle? <laughs> well, also that one. But there's one where they find somebody hanging, but there's no chair. Oh. And they're like, it was a block of ice and it melted. It was it was flimsy to begin with, but. <laughs> well, I think oh most my most '90s a riddles. boy and his father in a car accident. The doctor, the doctor says, <laughs> and she was operating on him with an ice pick. Oh my gosh! They all involved ice. <laughs> it's all the ice is always the answer. So '90s for that everything. Ice. Mm-hmm. It was a delightful little tangent. Crickets. <laughs> All right, what was your uh, what was your most influential film? This was really hard for me, but I chose Now and Then. You did? Of course you did. Okay, tell me why. Uh-oh, I feel like I'm going to cry. Don't cry. It's welling up. Uh, Stop it. No, don't. Let it let <laughs> Yeah, it yell flow. at me like a mom in the 90s and maybe Stop I won't. Stop it, Kevin. Oh, sh- oh shame. <laughs> <laughs> I think because... We were in our, our friend group was those seven mm-hmm, girls, mm-hmm. and it was about four girls, and it, it just, it was like the the Russian, like, Matryoshka doll of, they just got female friendships so right, and mm-hmm. the adult portion was set in the 90s, but we were kids in the 90s, and, like, just the importance of female friendships, and it was set in Indiana, mm-hmm. and, like, our whole world was our little friend group. That's right. 
it was ideal, an ideal representation of female friendship. And I always found myself comparing our friendship to mm-hmm. that. And and there was, like, a girl for everybody. It was, exactly. like, the American girls, but in movie form. <laughs> and Gabby Hoffman. Right? Where'd she go? She's on Transparent. Is she? Yes. I've been wanting to see that girl. Yes. She's been in a couple things. She's amazing. And She's then, of course, there. Christina Ricci is, like, my beauty idol. Yes. She's so... She's so beautiful. I could get away with that if I could just lose 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Big eyed, little chinned. I could pull that off. No, you, you are we gave me no. It you off. can't. Eyes. You're pulling it. No, I gave you the stop it. Eyes, <laughs> mom yelling. Stop it. <laughs> Grab me by my upper arm. I'll believe it if you do that. Drag. <laughs> Remember the scene where she tapes her boobs? Oh my gosh, no, I forgot about that. Just everything, everything. Who? Okay, okay. Which now and then character did you identify with the most? I wa- I want to tell you it was Christina Ricci, but it wasn't. It was Teeny, it was, wasn't it? It was Teeny. No, wait, is Teeny, which one was Teeny? Thora Birch, the blonde. <gasps> I wish I had identified with Teeny. Are you kidding? Because she wanted to be an actress and stuff? Mm-hmm. No, I was the annoying girl with the curls. You <laughs> I was. I was. Why did you identify with her? Because everybody was always annoyed with her. <laughs> everybody was always annoyed with me. True. It was true in my mind. <laughs> I was the pest and not the fun John Leguizamo pest. Oh. The regular kind of pest. That's not true. It is true. Everybody always made, oh God, here she goes again, faces around Okay, because me. here's how you know it's not true, because I immediately assumed you were going to say Teeny, because that's how I see you. Teeny was too pretty to be me. Oh, whatever. That's how I felt. I Okay, do you remember Your feelings I, are valid, but untrue. <laughs> do you remember, like... <laughs> Like, do you remember how we looked in 1995? Like, I had the Linda Evangelista haircut. My hair was red, and my teeth were all jacked up, and I was bow-backed, and my legs were like little sandpiper stick legs on a bird. Like, I just, <laughs> it wasn't good. But you weren't annoying. The, the, just because yes, I she was. had red hair doesn't mean you are the same character. Yeah, but... That was, like, the end of the part of my life where, like, I was being stuffed into trash cans and stuff because... I see. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I must, I must have been annoying because people were putting me in trash cans and... People are also just dicks, though. <laughs> like... I, yeah, but you get targeted. It doesn't happen do. for no reason. You do, it's but It's my it, fault I got put in trash cans. No, you get targeted, but it doesn't necessarily... There isn't always necessarily a reason. Sometimes the reason is... People are dicks. My life has always been like a cycle of feeling just like I want to implode because I hate myself. Mm -hmm. And then finding something that makes me happy and then being really out and free. Mm -hmm. And then like comparing myself to somebody or something else and then wanting to implode again. Like that's like it's just up and down. It's, It's still that way. I'm sorry. That's okay. That got really deep. Well, I think... that girl died. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I want to examine everything. I think you're like teeny. Thank you. You're bright and outgoing and fun and whatever. See, you would be a combination of... You were pretty like teeny, but you were completely tough like 
the Christina Ricci girl. See, okay. but you were intellectual with Gabby Hoffman. <laughs> I'm awful. You were you were the three, but you weren't the annoying one. See, I always identified with the Gabby Hoffman character, and not because of the way she looked. I can see that because she was very thoughtful. She was thoughtful, quiet, kind of brooding, mm-hmm. like, and that's how I felt. Wait, who, which not no. brooding? They all had that They're ghost all subplot, little. right? Because you were really into ghosts. Yeah, well, she was super into it. Yeah, that's so you. But she kind of dragged them all into it. Yes. Gosh, what a great... I need to watch... I haven't watched that movie in years. We need to watch that together. That would be so fun and so hard. Let's do it. Right now. (laughs) Bye, we're done. (laughs) I had two. Yes. I put Empire Records. Oh, that was oh my a gosh. huge movie. That was up there with Now and Then for us as far as repeat viewing yes. with our whole French group. Yes. It was, like, aspirational, Yeah, as you say. And it made you feel less alone to watch. It did. And it was so funny and goofy. I just love that movie. I still love that movie. It's still aspirational. I want to work at a record store. I think it aged really well. And I think so. Not only, it's very rare, I feel, that a movie can be an accurate time capsule and age well. Mm-hmm. And that movie does both. It does. It is such a specific snapshot of that point in time. Because that was even like before conglomerate music stores mm-hmm. totally took over. And they only lasted a few years after that. Mm-hmm. That's true. Isn't that crazy? It's really, that's really crazy to think about, actually. Side question. Yes. Um, what, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what was your favorite song from the Empire Records soundtrack? Probably Till I Hear It From You. Good one. By the Cranberry. No. No. Gin Blossoms. Gin Blossoms. I always do that. No. <laughs> I always mix those two Well, up. Cranberry, Blossoms. Blossoms. You know. It's can make a not even close to being the same. What was <laughs> yours? Um, I asked that question without having an answer ready. That's okay. Take your time. Pencils down. <laughs> no, I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, wait. Is free to decide from that? No. There is a Cranberries song on the soundtrack. Yeah, I think you're right. It's whatever that, that was. To the Google! <laughs> <laughs> While you're Googling what Cranberries song it was. Oh, you were doing that. <laughs> for a phone. I also really love Liv Tyler and Renee Zellweger's characters mm-hmm. in that movie because that was the first time I saw beautiful girls wearing short skirts who were also smart, who were also hardworking. Mm-hmm. Like, they were everything all at once. Mm-hmm. And I had grown up kind of being conditioned to, like, this is the good girl. This is the whore. Like, and it was like, <laughs> so... This is the whore. <laughs> Stay away from the whore. <laughs> Film strip. <laughs> yes. And I just... It was so good. I, you're right. Good, Good choice. Thank you. See, that's later on my list, but... That also kicked off my short skirt phase. You had a short skirt phase? For a I little while. I don't this. A little while. Was it the In skirts? No, the jeans they were legitimate skirts. Wow. I remember you wearing the flap. All of us wearing the, yes. the shorts with the flap in front. Yes. It could... Yeah, it had a flap, but it wasn't... There was no, like, separation. There was no short. It was just... See, that's what I'm talking about. You went to school feeling empowered and being able to wear a short skirt. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of great. I think so, too. Yeah. You should be able to wear whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, within reason. Within reason. <laughs> Don't just I went come, to school like, naked. Wearing a sandwich board and, like, 
something else. The Golden Girls. Yes, that's exact. I was going to say Giant Valentine Heart, but I didn't think anyone would understand. I understand you. You complete me. <laughs> the song is Liar by the Cranberries. It's a good song. Oh, do you have the whole soundtrack? Yeah, I do. Oh, my, are the Toadies? Did I see the Toadies? The Toadies. Um, Toad the Wet Sprocket, I was close. To- the Toadies. <laughs> It's the Toady Awards. Remember all the Rex Manning stuff? Yes. We used to sing that all the time. And Sugar High. <gasps> yeah, when she sings at the end. At the oh end. My gosh. That was so like <sighs> her that boy. That he was so cute. That's who who did you think was okay. Oh, and look at me having a meltdown you're trying to oh, even oh, ask you this question. Oh my god. Who did you think was cute in that movie? I think I know. You know who. It was Lucas, right? No. Was Lucas the dark-haired one? He was. He was the short, dark hair with the turtleneck. Yeah, that's who I would have guessed for you. No. It was the um, boy who glued the quarters Oh, to the, the guy who, that Liv Tyler ends up with? Yes. I loved him. That makes sense. He had, like, the haircut. Yes. And the flannel. The butt cut. <laughs> I had such a crush on the him. Water, the water spout. I don't know whatever happened to that guy. What about you? Who was yours? Was it the musician? It was the punky musician guy that... She sang the song like at the end. Coyote Shivers. Yeah, well, yeah. Was that his name? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, so I, I would not have guessed that. And I wouldn't have guessed yours. Surprises for you. For I would have guessed Ethan Embry. You know what? Although he I would have gladly, second. gladly. He was adorable. He was so adorable. He did look a little bit dirty. <laughs> I think that was the point. Yeah, it's part of his character, but you know, the other but. guy, it's like. To me, he looked dirty. See, I think he looked like he smelled good. <laughs> like, and the other one also looked dirty. The, the other long-haired one. Oh, yeah. That was kind of like, where'd he come from? And then he, like, disappears into the ether. <laughs> yeah, like, he probably had this whole subplot, and he's, like, still walking around somewhere going, I got cut out and of And he comes in and changes his shirt and leaves. <laughs> That's it. I forgot about that. <laughs> and, you know, thirdly... The also uh, meltdown meltdown. The other one that I thought was cute. It's not Jolo Trulio. It was the adult. Yeah, Anthony Lapaglia. Anthony Lapaglia was so cute to me because he was Judd Nelsony. He was Judd Nelsony. Yep. He really. Debbie Mazer with that short hair, that gorgeous short '90s hair, and that beautiful eye makeup. And the other one with the bald hair, but she still looked gorgeous. The girl from the craft, Robin yes. Tunney. Yeah, she was amazing. She was. The, to shave your head for a role, I couldn't get away with that. I do not have the bone structure for oh that. Oh my god, my head probably looks like a <laughs> bulbous mountain. I think mine would look like some kind of baked good, like a malformed baked good. <laughs> you think everything looks like a baked good on your body? <laughs> I do. This looks like a croissant and. I My arm looks like a another croissant. Another croissant. <laughs> I couldn't think of any other baked good. <laughs> Moving on. Confession. Yes. Which is the movie you are ashamed you didn't see from that year. Right. What was yours? Okay. To be honest, I saw almost every single movie in the top one hundred. That's amazing. But so I put Othello. Okay, that counts. Because I I don't know. Because Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I yeah. should have seen it probably. I think it's. Branagh, I think he, I think it's Kenneth Branagh. Man, what a career. So. Gilderoy Lockhart and Shakespeare. <laughs> oh my God. Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> what was yours? Uh, Heat. 
Okay. But I have a reason why I never saw it. Tell me. Boyfriends were always trying to make me watch it, and I don't like... No. I didn't like that. I don't know why. I was like, I don't want to watch your stupid movie. Your stupid man movie. I'm not interested. Good for you. Way to stand your ground. But I feel like that's so rude. I made every boyfriend I've ever had watch, like, Xanadu and Labyrinth, and I wouldn't watch <laughs> Heat for them. Please, can we watch Heat? <laughs> no, we're going to watch Xanadu again. No. <laughs> Yeah. And scene. <laughs> Otherwise known as, I have a terrible girlfriend. <laughs> All right. What was the worst movie of 1995, in your opinion? Waterworld. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Not fun to watch. It was just bad all around. For a little girl, like uh, for a, a young lady who was already worried about the environment, Waterworld was the last thing I needed to see. The world will be made of water, <laughs> yeah. and you will fight for your life. I'm worried about the environment. I'm scared of sharks. Don't try to tell me. I just don't. And who wants to... No one wants to live that way. It was just not... It was not redeeming because no matter how you win, the world is still made of water. Right? I don't know. I'm blocking it out. Maybe they, like, found a landmass or something. I think... I know. I don't think they did. Friggin' Dennis Hopper is so gross in that movie. Ew. I know. He's always gross. Yeah. He's always gross. We hate you, Dennis Hopper. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. What was yours? Mine was Showgirls. Yeah. And I didn't even see it all. I don't think I even saw much. Tell me, just talk about Showgirls. Because I think think it'll be therapeutic. Well, I can't. I think I tried to watch it one time. I can't throw stones at people who like bad movies. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna. Because Showgirls to me is, like, it's just... Unnecessarily obscene? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't enjoy, like, I, to me, when I was watching that movie, I wasn't watching women, like, sleeping her way at the top. I was watching just a... The girl just, from Saved by the Bell just being gross. Yeah, and it's just, it's sad, because you just feel sad. You're like, no, Jesse, no. <laughs> Jesse Spano. You're better than this. Get out of that pool, Jesse Spano. <laughs> I don't think I even made it all the way through. I'm not even sure why I tried to watch it. Well, it's one of those movies that everybody says you should like because it's bad. Yeah. I'm a perpetrator of such, you know, with other movies, so I get it, but... It's just beyond bad. I also feel like... And dirty. Gina Gershon, like, I just respect her too much. Like, I just, I respect her, and I just felt like she never got to do the Shania Twain biopic she should have done that she was born to do. (laughs) And I'm just sad about... Man, I feel like a woman in the Shania Twain story. (laughs) Yes, starring... Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon, she was born for that. It's true. And it didn't happen. <laughs> Thanks for getting the ball rolling on that one. You're I couldn't welcome. even get started. It's so bad. I, <laughs> I can't even talk about it. And now Lindsay will dry heave into the microphone for three minutes. <laughs> instead of talking about Shogun. Uh, can't believe it didn't make the list. Clueless. Yeah. And Empire Records. Mm-hmm. And Mallrats. Mm-hmm. Clueless especially, though. Like, Amy Heckerling... Another Shakespeare adaptation. The brilliant cast. Mm -hmm. So good. So So good. So funny. Yeah. Paul Rudd. A young Paul Rudd. Woof. Woof. But in a good way. Yes. (laughs) In the Madeline Conway. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Clueless was one of my... I had a lot. And Mallrats. Do you remember how much we used to like Mallrats? Obsessed. 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 Which is so interesting because... For so many years, I was a, a huge fan of the Viewisk universe, and now it's like something, 
it's like when I reached peak childbearing age, and I'm like, that's uncouth. Like, I don't know what <laughs> happened in my body. I agree. It happens. I, I watch Mallrats now, and I'm like, I was watching that when I was like 14. I know. It's kind of inappropriate. It is, and yet the movie is so good, and it's nothing I didn't hear at junior high every day. Mm-hmm. So I have all these confusing, like, grown-up emotions. I, for me, it was another one of those that was, in a weird way, aspirational. Like, oh yeah, I was like, I want to be a teenager like that. I want to hang out at the mall, even though they were like, honestly, like kind of losers. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Um, I don't know. It, it had Stanley. And... Yeah, and Jason Lee. Ooh, woof. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good movie. Fly, fat ass, fly. It's just the best. I just Jay and Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. I just love them. They're so funny. They are. And I I I find him so aspirational as a person, as a filmmaker. That's the dream of everybody who wants to make movies is you take out a bunch of credit cards and you just make your and movie. And you just do whatever the heck you want. And it does like that's that's why I'm having such a hard time working through the system. Like I get good feedback and good coverage on my scripts, but also, some of those script competitions are how people steal ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, and so part of me is like, I don't want to give anything away ever again. I'm either giving it all away or I'm giving nothing away. Mm-hmm. And that's like that middle ground I'm in between as somebody who wants to make movies. And I think I'm going to have to start giving it away for free, like talking about it. And I'm just so ready to go. I know. Ugh. I know you are. I'm ready to go. Get those credit cards. Finance. <laughs> get, get, or get or some rich person. I have so many scripts. You're going to love them. <laughs> Give me some money. I'll make you a really good movie. Shameless I'm really, plug. I'm really good at my job. You are really good Just at your job. Just give me a chance. You can do it. Okay, the end. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Spiral. What were we talking about? Oh, can't believe it didn't make the list. Yes. Clueless Mall Rats. I had a couple more. I love Die Hard, <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance. Is that the second one? It's the third one. Is it? I yes. haven't seen it. You don't have a thing about thirds. You do. I have a thing. I like the first and I you always like, like the, the thirds. thirds. It's just really fun and funny. Man. Samuel L. Jackson. Um, I don't I don't even know that movie well enough to I don't even have a basic you grasp don't? of the plot. What what gets hijacked? Um nothing gets high well, <laughs> nothing gets hijacked. <laughs> what gets hijacked in this one? It's like a threat that they have to is dispel the right word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He and Samuel L. Jackson accidentally get paired up and they have to work together. Solve Stop. Stop the bad guys from blowing things up. Yeesh. It's good. It's fun. It's really funny. It sounds really fun. It's super fun. Bruce Willis, good. Die Hard, good. good. Samuel L. Jackson, good. good. Ladyfingers, <laughs> good. Um, An American President. I was obsessed with that movie. I when I saw that on the list, I I wondered yeah. if you were gonna put it on because you did love that movie. Tell me why. Well, number one reason. We all know Michael J. Fox. <laughs> He's in that? Yeah. I had no idea. He plays like an aide to the president. And or I once had an idea and, and it was written by the one and only Aaron Sorkin. Ah. And it's just... No wonder. I mean, that's kind of the was the jumping off point for West Wing. Is that the one where he's he dates mm-hmm. and like oh yeah that was good he dates like somebody out i think she's outside of his party it's Annette benning right yeah oh, and that benning michael douglas and martin sheen side question yes what is your favorite annette benning moment moment mm-hmm. can be from anything 
probably the scene in, even though I'm not like a huge fan of this movie, there's a scene in, no wait, you go. Okay. I have to think a little bit more because I'm not sure. My favorite Annette Bening moment is in American Beauty where she finds out he's dead and she like leans on his clothes and like wails and I was like, oh, it's like watching, it's so real. That's so weird. I was going to say that movie, but the scene at the drive-thru. Really? Yes. She's just really good in that movie. Where she gets busted. She's, uh, and Peter Gallagher. It's, oh, that's right. He's the guy. <laughs> He's the, everywhere. The secret is big eyebrows. He's, see, I don't really like that movie, but that there she's excellent in that film. I have a hard time with that movie also. I will especially have a hard time with it now. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again now. I will never watch it again, probably. But that, that was one of those moments that I was like, wow, actors can can really make an impact on you as a human mm-hmm. being. Yeah. Sorry, I know that was like a total sidebar, but... Don't worry. Don't. Um, you're not allowed, remember? Don't. Oh, yeah, I'm not sorry. I'm glad I asked that question. That's a good question. Yeah, it is. I'm excellent good. question. I'm not the, I'm not the curly-haired girl. Don't put me in a can. <laughs> Do you have a movie story for 1995? Yes. One was I already said it, so how we watched a goofy movie and it kept auto-playing. Mm-hmm. The second one was about the Brady Bunch mm-hmm. and how we kept, like, we wrote our own original Brady Bunch sketch mm-hmm. and recorded it with a VHS recorder. All because that movie came out and yeah. we were like, oh, we need to do this. We thought that was so funny and we were right. And we just watched it. Yeah. Like, I just found that days VHS ago. tape. That was mine, too. Was it? Yeah, well, That's one of mine. One. Yes. And then the third one is uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. <laughs> Yes. Do you remember how much we loved that? Yes. We used to quote that scene all the time where he knocks a little Monopoly man out and puts him around his shoulders. <laughs> that was like one of our most quoted movies. It really was. And now I'm like, <laughs> I just really, poor, poor croupy thing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry to our 50 listeners. <laughs> it's It sounds painful. I'll I, be just, all right. I like that there was a hero who cared about animals. Even though he was a jerk. Come to me, my... What does he say? Jungle friends. My jungle friends. My um, other one was... Did you ever see The Quick and the Dead? Yes, with Sharon Stone? Yes. That's a great movie. I remember when I first saw that. It was probably 1996. But um, just being so, like, shocked by... By the amount of blood when she blows Gene Hackman's head off. Yeah. Or was it her that blows his head off? I think so. At the very end by the clock tower. Yes. And of course, you could say that about literally any Western. At the very end by the so clock tower. the one tower. where people stand in the street and face <laughs> each other and try to shoot, shoot the other guy. It's dusty. <laughs> Sorry. There's alcohol. Um, <laughs> there's guns. There's a horse like mm-hmm. tied up to one of it's those. Dust. Yeah, you said it's dusty. Posts. You already yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah, that one. I get it. I've seen that one. I just remember, like, I don't know. It was just so realistically gory that it really shocked me, but also kind of, like, mesmerized me a little bit. You love blood. (laughs) You you are a blood-loving lady. You are a sick, sick person. (laughs) You love bloody explosions. You're not sick at all. I get it. I also love it. And when I looked at the director, it made more sense. I didn't know that Sam Raimi was the director. And then it made a lot of sense. I didn't know Sam Raimi directed that either. I didn't either until, like, an hour ago. Wow. Uh, They used used that movie 
in film school to teach us about angles. They did? Yeah, and about inferior and uh, superior angles. Interesting. Yeah. I love those classes. Because there's a lot of inferior angles. Is that right? I think so, but now I'm down. Is that like where it's... It's low. A low. Low and high. What's close? Close? Yeah, close up. (laughs) Durr. No, not durr. That's my movie story. That's a really good one. That's it. Anecdote. Let me look down the, the rest of the list before we bid you adieu. Do you remember Walking the Clouds with... Keanu Reeves. I never saw it. That was 1995. I was obsessed with that movie, too. Well, it's because you were obsessed with Keanu Reeves. I was. And it was a whole different kind of movie than Speed. It was a romance, and... We didn't mention Pocahontas. That happened. Yeah, that happened. Friday, the movie Friday. Mm-hmm. To Wong Fu. Oh, yes, I wrote that down. Um, the hugely impactful and hugely successful Man of the House. <laughs> JTT, yeah, you know me. I mean, there was First Night... Oh, yeah. We went through a whole first night phase. Wait, is that the Richard Gere one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the reaction I was expecting. Why? <laughs> it's the scene where he, like, kisses Julie Ormond. I don't remember that. Is that the right movie? I don't know. What happens to Julia Ormond? It, it was in the preview, and he, like, eats her face. Ew, and it wow. always, like, totally grossed me out when I was a kid. I, I think that. that's the right movie. I just, I, I really liked that movie. But that's one of those movies I haven't watched since high school. And so it would be really fun or funny to watch it. There's only, there's one thing that stands out in my mind when I think of First Night. What? And it's a scene where she's running through the forest. And she like very quickly and lively like hops down below the ground cover. And it's, it was like hysterical to me. I rewind it and watch it over and over again. Like flop, flop. <laughs> it's such an artful flop. 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 Yeah, this is the one. He, like, runs up and totally tongues her. Ew, uh, and it's so gross. We're 35 years old and we say things it's like, so Ew, gross. Uh. And totally tongues her. <laughs> Girl talk. Um, there was Congo. Yeah, and Outbreak. Yeah. Remember that movie? Ooh. That so scary. Infected Amy. Reese's Monkeys. Green drop drink. Green <laughs> <laughs> drop drink. Green drop drink. Amy. Green drop drink. <laughs> the one with the alcoholic gorilla. <laughs> yes. Um, Dracula Dead and Loving had happened. Yeah, it did. And <laughs> this one that I can't read that looks like it says calls. Let me see. I'll help and you, honey. <laughs> Give it to me, Edna. What do you think that is? Give it to me, Edna. Edna. <laughs> Calk. Calls. <laughs> <laughs> my hand. Come on, you got this. <laughs> for the uh, listeners at home, I reached for it. And she wouldn't let me grab it. <laughs> Call. Calks. Calls. Calls. Calk. <laughs> you can't read your own. Oh hand. my gosh, I'm such an idiot. It's the end of. <laughs> it's the end of Ace Ventura when nature calls. <laughs> separate categories it was only one. Oh, that makes me sad calls <laughs> at least it was calls we should be homicide detectives <laughs> we're so amazing calls call murder solved zero <laughs> words figured out a few 
There's no better note to end. Thanks for listening. Um, tune in next time, and we'll see you later. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye, you guys. Bye.